you know, just the basic old, you know, do you have kids? What do oh, you do? my God. <laughs> that's yes. a big one. Unfortunately, that's Unfortunately, a serious question. Because people will just pop up with children, which is fine, you know, but, like, I don't want to find out six months in. That's fine for you. That's not fine for me. I ask that shit on the first date, and if they have kids, to me, that's a non-negotiable. I'm like, I am out. That's baggage. I don't like kids. I never want kids. Oh. Everyday triumphs, extraordinary outcomes, a space where narratives connect. This is the Big Idea Box Podcast. Born at the Lab Miami, this podcast invites all entrepreneurs to share, support, and empower. and you are tuning into Bathroom Talks. Bathroom Talks is a segment that highlights the raw conversations that women tend to have that truly lead to healing and solutions in the ladies' room. Dating has a different meaning to everyone, considering that it's a broad term that has evolved throughout generations. Today, millennials have been labeled for encouraging the hookup culture and are leading the shift of dating trends. On the contrary, the longer we're taking to commit may be leading to more successful marriages and lower divorce rates. Financial circumstances due to high student loan debt, the rising cost of living, and the lack of well-paying jobs have changed our priorities when seeking a love interest. With various apps to find a mate and digital saturation with seemingly endless options, the new approach to dating seems convoluted. But perhaps our perspective has new meaning and positive change more than anything, a reflection of our society today. Welcome everyone to the Big Idea Box podcast. This is your host, Tammy, and you are tuning into episode 28, Bathroom Talks 3. Today, we are going to be talking about what's love got to do with it. We will be going over millennial dating and what it's like today. I have some amazing women with me who work here, right here at the Lab Miami. And um, we're going to introduce ourselves as a dating profile, just to fit the theme, because it's fun. Why not? So go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, everyone. I'm Sam. I'm 24 years old, and I'm currently in a relationship. I'm a Scorpio, and my ideal date night is going to happy hour at the wharf. Ooh, that's so cute. I haven't been to the wharf yet, by the way. I know. We're not, gonna, we're not gonna go there. They already opened another one in Fort Lauderdale. I have not been there You're yet. Behind, girl. But it's all good. Who is the next lady in place? <laughs> hey guys, I'm Sierra, aka Miss Jackson. Hello. Ooh. I'm 23. I'm single. I'm a Gemini. And I like to do makeup and drink wine at all times. <laughs> that's actually very accurate. And very true, yeah. Yeah, very true. And who is the other lady? Oh, it's my turn. Hi, guys. My name is Elisa. I am 25. My relationship status is not only single, but single AF. <laughs> I'm a Pisces, and my hidden talent is that I can lick my elbow. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, I cannot laugh because that's a that's a little freaky nasty. Um, that clearly, 
She wants the world oh, to know. Only 1% of people in the world can do this. This is my only talent I need to tell people. Okay. <laughs> I want to see it. Can you do it right now? What? Yes, I can. Hold see, on. we can't record this. This is a, a podcast, not a video oh cast. Damn, she's... Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and try, everybody. Oh, that's actually really hard. See? See? Yeah. See about freaky. I'm like... Being able to do a hidden thing. You know what? I, I can't do that. Did anyone succeed? No. Because I couldn't... I, I think my close. tongue got like a matter of two inches off. Two inches off. That was close. That was close. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and do mine. Well, you guys know my name. My age is, I'm 27 years old. I almost forgot my age, to be honest. <laughs> um, my sign is Leo. Technically a cancer Leo because I'm in a cusp. And my status, I am in a relationship. And my side hustle is I, I run an online thrift store called Plug Station. And that's mine. So let's get started. We've been waiting for a while to have this conversation. Yes. So let's get to it. Um, the first question I'm going to ask is, really, I want to take the time to define dating. Because today, I feel like, and based off where you live, based off where you're from, dating can mean different things. So I would love all of us to share what we think dating really means to us. Like, what do you think dating is? Define that. Whoever feels comfortable to start. I'll go first. So my definition of dating is, is when you have two people who are kind of exclusive and are not seeing anybody else. And um, I guess when you know it's exclusive, I feel like you need to have that conversation. So I definitely think that's something, and I know it's old school, but I always feel like when I'm dating somebody, it's not official unless they actually ask me out. Like, I want to hear the words, will you be my girlfriend? Like, <laughs> I need the clarification. Because, mm -hmm. you know, like nowadays people just kind of date until it's like, oh, okay, well, we're together, we're together, it's fine. Right. I feel like there needs to be definite conversation about it. And I feel like, you know, there needs to be like a trust there and, you know, mutuality mm -hmm. and definitely being exclusive. You're not seeing anybody else. Like for me, that's dating. Okay. So dating, wait, dating is the after or the before? What do you mean? So when you're dating someone, is it I'm seeing you and we're not exclusive yet? Right. Oh. Or is it I'm date I'm dating you is when I'm actually officially no, with yeah, you. No, yeah, I guess you're right. So I guess a relationship would be when you're like exclusive and you're not seeing anybody else. I guess dating is the before part. Mm. So that's like when it's casual and you're like, oh, I'm just dating this new guy. We're, right. we're going out. We're hanging out. It's casual. It's not anything yet. I guess that's that okay. would be dating, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's I'm like everyone has a different. Mm. Yeah, that's it's, true. <laughs> yeah. When I say like if I say I'm dating somebody, mm -hmm. it's definitely like the casual before. It's not we're in a relationship and we're going out. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perspective. Yeah. Anyone else would like to share? I think I feel the same way. Like dating is when you're first getting to know someone, but I also like dating could mean it doesn't have to be just one person. Like you could be dating several guys at one time, but I feel like once you <laughs> like get past that or like you're just dating that one person, then it becomes the relationship stage. But I agree with you. Right. Like you need to have that talk because especially nowadays, like you don't know if someone is seeing someone else or whatever. Like mm. you need to define that <laughs> exclusivity. That Struggle. got personal. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Sierra? Yes, I basically agree with both of them. Um, I just think it's two people who have a mutual understanding and want the same things like, hey, do you want to get married? Do you just want to? Be like my death partner. Do you want kids? Like, mm. are you looking for a roommate? Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, just like the same. Like, you both want the same things, okay. basically. So that's when you're considered dating. Yes, is when you already have established that and like, okay, I'm that seeing intention. This like, I'm 
seeing only you, like no one else. That's your interpretation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Super see, so I'm glad I asked that question because everyone's different. Some people are like, okay, when I'm seeing other people and I'm casually dating, that's when I consider it right. dating. Or if I'm actually seeing one person, um, or maybe, you know, your top three, whatever. <laughs> um, that's, you know, now I'm like narrowing down. Now I'm dating, dating. Uh, so when, well, you mentioned how you define when it's exclusive. Yeah. Are any of you, like, a stickler about that, aside from Elisa? <laughs> I need to know what's going on, okay? No, no, fair, no, fair, fair, fair. Don't get me wrong, but everyone's different. Yeah, for sure. How do you ladies feel, Sam and Sierra, about that? No, I feel the same, because before, when I was younger, I used to just go based off actions. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, he's taking me out, like, every mm-hmm. single weekend. I met his mom, I met his dad, oh. and... Nowadays, that means nothing. Like yeah. That still means nothing. It's crazy. So until I hear, you're my girlfriend, I want to be with you, like I'm seeing only you, that's mm-hmm. when we're dating okay. exclusively. Okay. So Yeah, I agree. Like, there needs to be that conversation because if not, you'll never really know. Like, it's unless just, you have that yeah. talk, like, okay, we're exclusive. It's only me and you now. But you know what? I feel like I've had both of those conversations. Like, I've definitely had conversations with guys where I'm like, okay, well, what's going on? And they've told me, well, I'm not seeing anybody else. And I feel like that means something different than having the conversation of like, are we boyfriend and girlfriend? Like, is this, you know, a thing? Like, are we introducing each other? Is like, this is my boyfriend now? Or is this, you know, just, we're just exclusive. Because I feel like there's two different scenarios. Because you can be dating someone and it just be exclusive. Like, you're just dating each other. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you're like boyfriend and girlfriend, you mm-hmm. know? So you I feel there's plant. just like so much gray area. It's too much gray area in so our time. So much gray area. It's like too much. That's <laughs> like, ridiculous. Like, yeah, do you want much. me, yes or no? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Check the box. Yes like, or no. Yes or no. Flip them a no. Like, come on. For real. Yeah, yeah. Are we dating? Yes or no. Check it and pass it back. Like, yeah. And that's why I feel like it's important to define it because clearly today it's not so black and white. It's very colorful. Our options are very, oh my God, br- like uh, broad. So had to define that. What are your perceptions on dating? I feel like I'm going to just mention that the reason why I'm asking this is that some people are frustrated by it. Some people enjoy it. It's fun. Some people, um, it's like uncomfortable for them because they like don't know what to do with themselves. They don't know where to go. They don't know what's, you know, so some people overthink the process. So what are your perceptions on dating? Based off your definition, like what you figured it to be defined as. I think dating is frustrating. I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's just like a whole process of you. Um, you have to commit to, to, I mean, especially if you're single, mm-hmm. you need to commit time to dating. You know, that's definitely a thing. You know, you have to go out a lot. You have to meet a lot of people because, you know, you could meet someone and then you go out on a date. You have no chemistry. You know, you have to set time for that. And I'm a very private person and I like having my personal time. So for me to set out time, especially if there's like multiple of them, I'm like, no, 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 this is, no, I don't have time for this. Like, you just want to find someone nice. And I don't know. I feel like the the dating scene kind of in Miami is a little bit frustrating. I would say that. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work to find a good one, at least, you know. Yeah. Well, I have mixed feelings about it. I'm exhausted, but I appreciate, you know, the process. Like, it's fun. Mm. Like, I like meeting new people, seeing where it goes. Like, you know, that very first date, you know, getting ready, listening to music, putting on your makeup and stuff. Like, I think this is it. And then it turns out it's, like, horrible. (laughs) Yes. But, no, like, I appreciate it. Like, I like 
the process, but it's exhausting Mm -hmm. because, you know, you got to be funny. You got to be interesting. You know, you got to be able to hold a conversation. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm very, I guess, blunt and I get annoyed very, very easily. So if I feel like this is not going anywhere, I'm like, okay, let me just go home. Like I give you like a good. 30 minutes and I know if I like you or not see that's the problem I feel bad like if I do decide to go on a date and I don't like them I feel bad and then I don't know what to do and that's why I get so nervous before I'm like oh what if this is not gonna work out and then I don't like them and then I have to tell them that I don't like them Ooh. yeah that that for me is like scary I'm this like I don't so like conversation yeah this is interesting yeah scary oh, how about you Sam I think um I feel like when I was single like at first dating was like so frustrating because it would be like that kind of thing you go on a date Maybe you like them. Maybe they ghost you. It's just like, especially Ooh, in, yeah, in yeah. Miami, like that's a big thing. Like people will ghost you. And I feel like before I would get like offended by it and frustrated by it. But then when I met like my current boyfriend and realized like, okay, this is like, we automatically clicked and it kind of just worked out. And we started, we went on a date and then we went on dates every day after that. Like, Cute. so it kind of just ended up. And now that I've met like a person like that, I've realized that all the other dates, like, it didn't, it was, like, a learning experience. Like, you mm-hmm. meet those guys and you realize, okay, not working out. But I don't regret any of that because mm-hmm. I realized, like, okay, it was fun to meet people. But, like, not everyone's going to be your person. Not everyone's going to be that right person. But you have to, like, go through everyone to find that person. You definitely got a good idea now of what you don't want, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gotta that's kiss some right. frogs. That's what I say. You gotta <laughs> kiss some frogs before you find the prince. And I've that's just that. the real. It's real though, because mm-hmm. and you don't realize it until you meet somebody. I'm like, okay, this this the chemistry's here. Yeah. We're clicking. They want the same things. Okay, we're on the same page. And then you think back, like, damn. Okay, it makes sense why none of the other people work mm-hmm. because they yeah. weren't supposed to work. They weren't the right person, mm-hmm. and I was not ready. Yeah. When you're ready, you know you'll meet the right person. Mm-hmm. Period. That's just. I'm just be honest. I'm just be honest. And sometimes being ready doesn't mean like you have everything together. That's mm-hmm. not really what it's about. I feel like it has a lot to do with um, if you're aligned with what you want and what you're asking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that person is able to marry that. Because I definitely say from my from my experience, considering I'm no longer in the dating scene as well, it's kind of weird because we're sitting in opposition here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. <laughs> this didn't happen on purpose. It just happened. This side of the room is single lady. I know, right? Yeah, I just realized It that. just happened. I was like, wait, how does that did you do this on purpose? Because it's usually my spot, so you just did it on purpose. No, but for real, um, I had to realize that it had a lot to do with, like, okay, that person actually was able to meet me with things that they had strengths in and I had weaknesses in and vice versa. That was another part of it. I was, I'm not all together. I didn't have everything all together, but that's not what it's about necessarily. Yeah, I definitely think it's more of an emotional state. Like, once you are decided that you're ready and you feel that kind of deep down, it's, like, something that will attract the right person. 100%. You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah, it's the law of attraction. It works in all different ways. You know, once your your mind is in it and you're ready and you, emotionally you're okay, you'll definitely attract that emotionally. person. Emotionally. It's, it's not even a physical state because, like you said, you can't not be together. You could have, you know, stuff going on at your job and you're not physically there in like the real world but emotionally you're ready you know that's so interesting because i feel like i was all over the place when we met i was coming out of a, a last relationship and mm-hmm. it was bad like he met the <laughs> other guy and i was like don't fight <laughs> don't fight like it was bad like it, I, and that the last one was like a pretty lengthy experience uh, relationship that was over a year so it got a little mm, but i i felt like i needed 
I needed the right person to come mm-hmm. into the picture because I was like, I had already had made up my mind. Like I am, I already accepted that I was okay with being single. I was like, once right. I made that decision, that's when yeah. things started changing. Exactly. Once I accepted, like, you know what? I'm going to just accept that I don't need anyone. Mm-hmm. I want someone. That's an addition to me. And once I accepted that, like, I'm going to be fine with or without someone, yeah. that's when shit started changing. I kid you not. I Girl, that's my favorite motto. I've said that so many times. I'm like, for me, men is not about wanting someone to be there. I mean, it's not needing, needing. them to be there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I will never need a man. But mm-hmm. do I want one? I'm at Hell the point, yeah. yeah, I want one. I don't need one. So mm-hmm. it's not like I'm actively out there like anyone will do. Mm-hmm. But I definitely want one. <laughs> yeah. 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 There are people like that that mm-hmm. are just like, whatever. If they like me back, I like them. Like, it's fine, you know? Mm-hmm. No. Usually, yeah. I don't it like, leads into some problems. Oh, for sure. you going to say something? No, I was just agreeing. I'm like, yeah, men are definitely not a necessity. They're a luxury. For sure. Ooh. Oh, my God. That's a great way to <laughs> describe it. Interesting yes. that you say that. So I feel luxury. like we're the luxury. Oh, yeah. That's right. True. But I guess like, it goes we're, both we're ways. We're the prize. Okay. But my thing is, it's like, women, we don't need the man because, you know, we can do everything. We have jobs. We have our own money. We can buy our own houses, our, our own cars, our own clothes, shoes, whatever you we want. We create life. Right. We're both. Exactly. <laughs> we don't need you. So when we have the man, it's like it's like dessert. Yeah, I was going to say the cherry Ooh, on top. That was like a good. Yeah. Thank literally you. the cherry on top. Literally. That's, that's, that's a powerful statement. Thank you, Sierra. That's actually very powerful. It's true. She's like, thanks. <laughs> um, you know, you mentioned something, Elisa, earlier. And I think also, Sierra, they mentioned something around the frustration about dating. I know you were mm-hmm. more focused towards that and you were more on the neutral side. But I feel like, how do you guys feel when it comes to guys when it comes to dating as opposed to us and like the pressure i feel like there's a little different type of pressure there like the things you guys were saying you ladies were saying was like oh i i I don't want to um probably say something that's like gonna throw things off Mm -hmm. or you're thinking so much about what you're doing that you're i feel like we don't really have to we don't really focus so much on what the guy's doing we're focusing more about what we're doing and our input do you feel like there's different pressures there and different like I mean, I feel like they have to worry about different things. Like, do I have enough money to pay for this damn dinner? Because this girl just ordered a steak. <laughs> but, oh, <laughs> you were like, I think I did that once. No, I, I pay for my own food, girl. Yeah. Mm. So, yes. I feel like you should, well, that's another topic. And that's okay. That's fine. I was going to say, I don't feel like you shouldn't go out anywhere. Even if someone's inviting you on a date, you should never assume that they're going to pay. If you don't have money to go out, don't go out. Mm. Don't assume that someone's going to like get your back. Someone's going to pay for your shit. That's real. Bring your right. own money. Just in case. What happens is, you know, and then you don't owe anybody anything. True. Ooh. Yeah. You don't have to feel indebted to a guy like, oh my God, he bought me dinner. I have to go on another date with him. No, I paid for my own shit. That's another thing, though. It's like we get this weird guilt that like. Oh, I have major guilt. I hate people buying stuff for me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Interesting. That's very interesting. Okay. I. What (laughs) What are your perspectives on... Okay, so dating as a millennial, I feel like we have a lot more options and there are a lot more things that are, a like, quote-unquote, okay. So what are your perspectives on open relationships, on fuck buddies, and, quote, like, the hookup culture? And um, what are your perspectives on commitment? And what does that look like? There's a lot. I just covered, okay, how about, how, we'll break it down. Let's first cover open relationships. <laughs> That's a lot. Absolutely not. Okay. It's not happening. Okay. I'm very, very possessive. And, I mean, all women are different. Do you know? Yeah, you know, sure. You know, people have sister wives and stuff. You know, they don't care. <laughs> but I'm very possessive. It's like, 
it's my dick and I want it now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I want it now. Like, right now. All to myself. Yeah. So open relationships for me, I, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. Like, why be in a relationship if it's going to be open? Like, for that, just be single. Because mm. I don't get the point of that. Like, an open relationship, like, you're with someone, but they're seeing someone else. Like, for that, be single. Like, you both be single and you both still see each other, but don't call it a relationship. Mm, okay. I don't know. I think that there's something... I mean, I am not into open relationships. It's not something that I would ever be open to doing but I think that there's something really admirable about people who can do that because it's you know they're like I love love and I want to have multiple of this Mm. and I have someone who's willing to do the same thing and be open with it and you know it's to me it's not in a sense like that you said that you shouldn't be in a relationship if you want to have an open relationship because it's all open like they tell each other about their other partners it's not like they're cheating you know so they just want to be with people but they want to be with multiple people and I think that there's something really cool about like not being jealous about that and just being able to be open and cool with having a bunch of people and then be cool with you having people so I would never personally do it Mm -hmm. never because I mean I'm not a jealous person either but it's just not for me but I think that there's something really cool about people who do that like they just have to have a certain type of personality a certain heart you know I feel like that's just very, it's just a very elevated way of looking at relationships. For sure. I'll just say it like that. I feel like, because I feel the same, I feel like I can respect people who can do it and be able to, like, carry that out for a period of time. Because <laughs> I feel like people are like, oh, I'm down to do that, and then it's mm-hmm. cool until it's not cool. Right. You know? So right. um, you really have to be emotionally mature. Really, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a very emotional thing and mentally mm-hmm. mature, meaning you cannot allow your ego to get in the way. Because really, mm-hmm. a lot of it becomes an ego thing. It's like, mm-hmm. And I think it's like a scientific thing, too, because when you look at it, everyone says, and if you've ever heard this before, monogamy is not natural. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's the, for the survival of yeah. the race. You Apparently, have to have a bunch of different like partners. Normal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why like men are hunters. Like monogamy is not natural. They're not supposed to be with one partner for the rest of their life. They're supposed right. to be out spreading their seed, you know? Like, I guess it's like from a... I'm like, mm-hmm. I hate that. They would love that. Huh? I know, I hate Suckers. that phrase. It's so gross. <laughs> You but suckers. It, it's true. It's like people say all the time, and not natural. Um, okay, <laughs> I have to just laugh at myself. <laughs> they play too much out here. Um, what are your perspectives on fuck buddies or you know friends of benefits? Um, I feel like hookup culture and fuck buddies is not necessarily the same. So we can, but you guys can address both. Uh, but what are your perspectives on that? I'll say, I'll start with that one. Um, for me, it's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. It's too dangerous for me. <laughs> uh-uh. Because I'm like, no, nah, because I'm like, if, if I like you, I like you. Yeah, there's for sure. No, there's no, oh, I don't like you. But, you know, wait, when I was in college. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. When Where's I was in going? college, I remember there was one guy where we got along so well and I could see it that happening, but I knew that it wouldn't last because we I, we liked each other. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's not going to work. And then there was one person who actually created that for himself. And I was like, oh, so this whole time I was your fuck bunny. Oh, no. But mind but you, didn't you know. I'm thinking it's going somewhere. Fuck oh, but that's not the, <laughs> is that exactly. the same thing? Mm, well, is that the same thing as being a, having a fuck buddy? Just because that, just because the two people are not on the same page doesn't mean that that's not what it was. That's oh. how I look at it. Okay, mm-hmm. because that makes I'm sense. like when I got out of it and I extract extracted my life out of that <laughs> shit. 
Because it was great. I, that person was a great person. I had a lot of fun. They were, they, we understood each other very well. Like, it was just, the chemistry was there. It was um, years of knowing each other. It was like an on and off thing for years. And with that, I, was, I had to realize when I was extracted why I was frustrated with certain things and why I wasn't getting answers about mm. certain things. I was like, oh my God, I was this motherfucker's fuck buddy. And if anything, I was this side piece and I didn't even fucking know. Oh no. It's hurtful. Yeah, it's for hurt- sure. And honestly, it's I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I had to take the time to forgive that person. I don't think I fully did, oh. to be honest, because I feel like if I see that person next, I'm going to address it. Right. And they don't even live in the state, so it don't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a good thing because you'd give them a mouthful, I'm sure. Yeah, mm -hmm, because they had chances. Oh. And they tried it. They tried to pop back up like, you ain't not. (laughs) (laughs) No response. You're getting blocked. Good for you. But that was years, years back. It's like you got to grow up eventually and you got to realize what's what's serving you and what's not. Yeah, for sure. And let things go. Holding bitterness just makes you, like, not good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, what are y'all perspectives? Yeah, I mean, fuck buddies, they're very convenient, you know? (laughs) It's true. (laughs) They are. And I, like, I I hate to sound like I'm, like, I'm talking about men as if, like, they're toys or something. Like, that's not my... (laughs) Just kidding. No, that's not, like, my thing at all. Like, you know... It's con- it's convenient because like you know as a woman, you don't want to be going out just you know hooking up with this one, with hooking up with mm-hmm. that one. So like I said, like why not just hook up with someone you already have and you know how the sex is. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay, but like they just never work out like friends with benefits. It's either one person catches feelings mm-hmm. or just you know I don't want to do this anymore, and it becomes like a waste of energy because like. Sex for me, it got less fun when it was just meaningless. Mm. Like, I want to make love to someone, you know? Like, I want that one person, Mm. you know? Because Mm -hmm. when you have that one person, he knows you, you know him. I'm about to start getting emotional. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) And that's okay. That's why I told you. That one talks about healing. Yeah, for sure. First and foremost. It's like nothing like it. Like, you know each other. Like, your two bodies become one person. Mm-hmm. And, like, nothing beats that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you guys know because mm-hmm. you guys are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you get it. You get it. I understand. I mean, even if it wasn't, even if you're not in a committed relationship, you remember the connections you've had with past mm-hmm. uh, people? Like, past... Um, Lovers. Lovers. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, mm-hmm. brain farting. But yeah, you, you remember what those experience, the ones that you connected with the most, mm-hmm. um, at least from an intimate standpoint, you're like, okay, I'll never forget that. You know what it felt like. So, right. Yes, I, so I agree. it's fun. It's convenient. But I don't think they ever last. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. You still be on good terms with a fuck buddy. But it's like, at the end of the day, what was the point? We could have just been you Get what you need, girl. Yeah. What's the point. <laughs> but it's, no, but it's good for like, what, 30 minutes, 20 minutes? And then it's like, <laughs> okay. Damn. And that's if you can go another round. It's like, Ooh. <laughs> And another round, another round, another round. That was Chris Brown, y'all. Shout out. I think for me, hookup culture, I think of it like how I was in college. I went to Florida State, which was a big party school. Oh, Telenasty. Yeah. And oh. hook- <laughs> Really? Hookup culture is the thing that people don't date. And if you date, it's rare if you're actually in a relationship. So everyone's like, you go to a party, you leave home with someone, you're on Tinder, you stuff like that. So for me, hookup culture in college wasn't that crazy. And I 
would think it was okay. But I think when, now that you're older and stuff, like, I don't see it as, like, realistic anymore, like what you were saying. Like, it's kind of like, oh, like, you want to actually you know, make love to someone you actually care about. Mm -hmm. But in college, like, that was the thing, and it was the norm. So before hookup culture and fuck buddies, like, for me, that was like, oh, okay, like, everyone else is doing Mm -hmm. it. That's just the thing Mm -hmm. to do. No one wants a relationship. You're in college. You're having fun. So That frustrated me. Yeah. Like, college got (laughs) Mm -hmm. me frustrated. Because there was a lot of motherfuckers that really didn't, like, they would like me but not say anything. And then I would find out after the fact. And then they would want to say something when they found out I was talking to somebody. Which was rare. Because oh I was God. very secretive about my shit. Like, people didn't know. <laughs> I was very secretive about my things and, like, what I was doing in college when it came to, like, my intimacy and, like, what I was about. And that you don't thing. have to tell them. Guys can sense it. The, sec- they the second smell. that you're, like, dating like, somebody. or another dick involved. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they all come, like, crawling out of the woodworks. And I'm you're like, like, where were you when I was single? Uh, I'm like, so I get the hell out of my hair. Like... <laughs> Now, yeah, they're about that. So that's a really very good perspective. Um, Commitment. So nowadays, commitment looks different. Unless it's very to the point and straightforward, it's like, oh, my God, finally someone's, like, being honest with me. And that's – I have a problem with that. I think guys now are able to get away with not having to commit for a while. And I feel like that's an extension of people allowing that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's like really up to us to set some standards as women. Like, no, 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 no. That's not allowed. But some people allow that stuff to drag out. Um, how do you guys look at commitment nowadays? Is that something that you feel like you're having issues with or that you've experienced in the past was a problem or were you able to meet people that like commitment was like, they were about it. They knew what they wanted and that wasn't really a problem. Oh my god! Sarah's giving me the death like. Mm. I'm having issues with it, and it's not everyone. Fun. I think everyone does, especially we live in Miami, and I think that's Ooh. non-commitment central because everyone comes here from other places. Like a lot of people here are not locals. Like they'll come from all over because they're like, "Ooh, I want to live in Miami." Like the this people like are so beautiful. Like how can I commit to one person? Like look at all these Latinas, and you're yeah, just like, "That's so true." That's all right, so true. It's better decision. Yeah, like up. grow up, grow up. Yeah, Please. for sure. <laughs> like, I get it. Women are beautiful. I agree. But mm-hmm. it's like, if you really like me, you can commit to me. End of story. I agree with Sierra. I have a big problem with commitment. And I will say the last, I've been single for three years. Like, single, single, like, not have a boyfriend. But I've, you know, casually dated throughout. Mm-hmm. And to me, commitment's been a big issue. I mean, the last two people that I was dating casually Um, It was something that I wanted to take to the next level. And um, going back to the point that we were saying before, you need to have a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. You know, at a certain point, you know, like, let's just use the last one as an example. We were like dating, casually dating for like five months. And, you know, I gave him the so conversation. I was like, so, you know, what's going on here? I want you to meet my parents. But, you know, we got to figure out what's going on. And, you know, it always happens that once you have that conversation, it either goes really well or really badly. Right. You know, because it shows if they're ready or not. Right. Exactly. And so that's the problem that we've had commitment these days is once you bring up that. So, you know, what's going on here? What are we going to do? What's the future look like? You know, like I said, it could either be, okay, yeah, well, I want to keep seeing you. We should, you know, start a relationship or, you know, they kind of freak out. This is this is the typical they no. freak out and then they're like, oh, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, aren't we having fun? Let's just keep doing what we're doing. I don't and know. I will tell oh, you, I am not scared to bring up that thing anymore. I'm like, so what's going on here? Like, after a little while, it's like, what's happening? Are we going to continue this? And I, you know, it's it's good because, you know, you bring it up and it, it could go badly. But at the same time, you're not wasting any more time. 
you know, you know what they want, you know, they're not into it. And then you just cut your losses and you move on. Mm, For sure. Yeah. This is why I'm single. <laughs> Commitment issues. No, because it's just that you won't settle. And I agree. Yeah. Like, I kind of appreciate when commitment is hard to find. Because, like, once you find that one person, like, you know it's going to be so, so worth it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably your husband. I hope. <laughs> but, you know. You hope. I hope <laughs> you hope. The I way hope that he said that was like, oh, but really? <laughs> Damn. Like, can we, can we keep the energy high? <laughs> Yeah, um, I think in the past I was kind of scared of commitment because I grew up seeing a lot of like failed relationships mm. around like my family and stuff. So there I saw a lot of divorces, mm-hmm. different reasons. But, you know, I've seen like a lot of like cheating and stuff like that. And I knew people in college who like cheated, like their boyfriends cheated on them and stuff. So I think before I was always like, oh, I'm not going to commit to anyone. Like, you know, like I don't trust anyone like mm kind of had that feeling about it and I think that's changed a lot like in this past year my perspective on things but I think like that's a big deal too like I think people are scared of commitment because Mm -hmm. of what you see from other people and like kind of like not trusting people that's a big that's a big thing Mm -hmm. uh it's so interesting because I feel like with commitment I wanted commitment and then when I finally got it I didn't know what to do with it like, I didn't even... Right. Really? Right. I know. Wow. You know when you wait until you, like, had been through so long, like, just not being in, like, a committed situation where you, like, it ended up turning into something that you didn't see coming um, and you were invested in that person, then you get cold feet. Um, and then when you actually get what you're asking for mm-hmm. down the line, then you're like, oh, oh, crap. Like, I don't even know what to do with what I was asking for now that I'm getting it. Because I've had all these trial and error of, like, not getting that. Um, And then a lot of it, you start to, it starts to bring up, like, dirty laundry kind of, too. Because you start to remember, like, and realize a lot of the things that were getting in the way were, like, an extension of either your family, your parents, and, like, Mm -hmm. things that you saw that didn't work. So you get scared. Mm -hmm. The fear factor is real. Mm -hmm. It's so real. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's 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 an extension Mm -hmm. of your trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether you were directly affected by it or indirectly affected by it. It still, you still are affected, so it will. It creeps up. It creeps up. <laughs> I'm just being honest. It creeps up, and that's right after the honeymoon phase. I'm just gonna let y'all know. A warning. Yeah, I mean, it gets real at the end of the day. It just yeah. gets real because the the you start to see more of that person. You you start to show more of yourself, and the parts of you that are not necessarily healed, the parts of you that are flawed, the parts of you that need work, start to show up. And if you both care about each other, they're going to come up in conversation or there's going to be a lot of butting heads. Mm-hmm. Just going to be honest. Mm-hmm. So it gets real after the second year. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> or even after, you know, the first year, you're like, okay, I'm no longer really in the honeymoon phase. But I feel like two years is where the honeymoon phase is really like, okay, no more. Like It really is. It's past that. That's the make or break. That's how you know. If, like yep. if you pass the two year mark, I think that's how you know kind of if you're going to be with that person mm-hmm. and if they're ready to see all your flaws and they're okay with it and going to continue on or if it's like all right this is a lot you got a lot of baggage you got a lot of problems yeah. I'm <laughs> out. You, you know for sure and like you said that's when the honeymoon stage is over so at that point it's like you know we must either really like each other or mm-hmm. you just like i said before cut your losses and move on right. on the date this is a fun part <laughs> well one of the fun parts um on a date what are your intentions when you go on a date do you set intentions do you have certain things like okay um 
this person I already like know what I want so that's how where I'm going how I'm going in and what my mindset is how about y'all no (laughs) hell no (laughs) I feel like when if you have those expectations like it just puts too too like too high hopes like Oh, like you expect this guy to be the one? Like that's too much. It's it's your first date. Like you need to f- see, meet them, figure it out, talk mm. to them, see if you even like hanging out with them. Mm. So I feel like that's too like that's when I met like my current boyfriend. Is like when I had that in my head. I was like, okay, I'm just having fun. Just like, open. Yeah, like I'm just going on dates. I'm having fun. I'm meeting people. Like I had no expectations, and I feel like that's when at least when it happens, like when you least expect it. Yep. All right. Yep. No, I definitely have like intentions. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't expect to get married to the guy mm-hmm. like after the first date. But, <laughs> but, okay, like I'm looking for someone to be with. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, hey, do you want to be with me and only me? That is my intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on Sierra's side. Like, I, I know that there's a lot of people who date to go and have a good time and go and have fun. Mm-hmm. I don't date with that intention. Like, in my head, I'm like, I'm 25. You know, eventually I want to get married. So I go into it looking at this person like, could I see myself being with them? You know, do I want to spend time with this person? Things like that. Like, I don't date to have fun. Like, I'm going in. I have I have a goal, you know? Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, and I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to tell them that and sound like a crazy person and <laughs> right. like scare them away. But I right. definitely go in and I'm like, could I see myself being with this person? I like... Like, yeah, and I like, yeah, of course, you know? Um, and I, I like to ask them questions and like learn about their life and see if, you know, is... Is there is this someone that I can see myself being with? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm dating to get married. I mean, what's the point? I'm at a point now where I'm, you know, people are like, oh, you're young, you know, but I I want to eventually get married, so I'm dating to marry. What what if what's the point if you're not doing that? Right. You know, exactly. like you're just dating to date, like just to be with someone and then break up. No, I'm dating to get married. And that I feel like there's stages. I'm not crazy, guys. No, no, you're I'm, I'm scaring off the men who are listening to this podcast. Everyone's no, going to run not. away from me at the lab. <laughs> you know what? And we're going to talk about that. So mm-hmm, be careful now. When it comes to the intention thing, I feel like we go through phases. Mm-hmm. There's, especially for women, we're a little more, we're willing to buckle down earlier than guys. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's another thing. And of course, I feel like society has a, has a play in that and like what we're taught by a certain age you're supposed to be doing certain things oh my god so much pressure so that's a different type of, that's another thing but I feel like okay my early 20s I was having my fun and then mm-hmm. I hit an age where I was like um I know what I want and this is getting old mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore yep like this is too much work I don't care for it I'm just giving my body to whoever like no yes. I don't want to do this anymore so you just kind of just get over it and you're like okay I'm ready now I'm for real ready to like Look for someone who I want to build with. Exactly. And maybe, okay, it may not go to marriage, but my intention is I, I'm looking for someone I want to marry. Right. Um, oh, there was something else I was going to mention about this. It was really good, but I <laughs> And that's fine. We're going to move on. What are some questions that you ladies ask during a date? Ooh. What? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, specifically, I guess, you know, just the basic old, you know, do you have kids? What oh, you my God. That's yes. a big one. Unfortunately, that's yes. a serious Unfortunately, question. Because people will just pop up with children, which is fine, you know, but, like, I don't want to find out six months in. That's fine for you. That's not fine for me. I asked that shit on the first date, and if they have kids, to me, that's a non-negotiable. I'm like, I am out. That's baggage. I don't like kids. I never want kids. Oh. Yeah, no. she don't want no kids. No. You I don't want, I don't want my own. Why would I want someone else's? And then you have to deal with a baby mama. 
Yeah, that's a whole other problem. Really. That's a whole other thing. I, can't. I don't want to say care. a problem, but that's a, just a, thing, a different thing. Yeah, no, it's a thing. And sometimes it is a problem. They don't like you and you don't like... No, 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 no. Yeah, not no, everyone's no, mature no. enough to handle that. And not everyone's like on good terms with the person that they had the child. Yeah, it's just, no. It just... It'll, yeah, it's like... It's a, a lie. And that's crazy. what they be trying to lie because they know. Okay? <laughs> that's why they suck as lie. Damn it. <laughs> but yeah, Anyways. I don't really have like a set of questions other than that. Like that's my main one. Damn. But like I'm just <laughs> I don't think I've ever Something asked must have happened. The You've never asked someone if they had kids? I've never that's never even like been a thought. I guess cuz like I don't know. Like I know now we're at that age where that is a thing and people are like Everybody everyone's has kids. like pregnant and yeah. like stuff but like i like for me that has never been a thought until you guys just said that i was like whoa okay <laughs> i like dating older guys so for me that's definitely a thing mm, like, like you know if they're in their 30s you gotta ask these questions and especially now everybody has kids you never know mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah we've been traumatized so bless your heart <laughs> lucky you <laughs> damn I feel like I don't like the opposition. I don't like it. I don't appreciate the opposition. Like they're like, "Mm." and we're like, yeah, but you know, love is great. And they're like, (laughs) it's crazy. But Sam, you don't have specific questions that you ask guys besides the like the no kids thing. Like you don't have any specific things that you. I feel like no. Like usually it's just more like, oh, like what do you like about your job? Like I feel like those are the questions I ask more. Like. Typical, yeah, like typical, like job. What do you like to do? Where do you? I don't know if they like to travel. Like general questions. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I don't really have like a go-to. Like oh, like you know. What's your credit score? Yeah. Like oh my god. (laughs) No, listen. Once you hit a certain age, the questions get more intense. Yeah. And I think that women become more fearless about what they're gonna ask because it's like we're grown here. You are thirty-five, sir. You better have something figured out. That's that's exactly that's what another I was thing. Say. Yeah, yeah, age mm-hmm. matters too. I For think. sure. It's like you have a, there's an expectation that you should have certain things figured out by a certain age. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, I feel like we get a little more intense with the questions, and we're like a little more pre- we're prepared differently when you hit a certain age and you're still single or you become single. Listen, I ask all the questions. I have like a lineup of things that I like to ask people, (laughs) but I ask them in like a convoluted way so that it doesn't seem like I'm asking them directly about something. Why convoluted? That's confusing. Because I don't want to like freak anyone out or make them uncomfortable. And I'm like a very. Right. So like I'll talk to them and I want to get to know about their life. So, you know, I'll start like a line of questioning that will include like, oh, do you have kids? Do you want kids? Do you like kids? Like something like that, but in a subtle way, Mm -hmm. you know, and then get into the fact of like, do you live by yourself? You know, like, What's your job? Like things like that, but you just have to do it in like a flow. Ooh, that's you know a lot I mean? of thinking. Mm-hmm. No, but it's like it just flows naturally. It but it's just you know a line of questioning that you know you're trying to get to know somebody, and like I said, you're trying to get to know if you want to be around this person more often. That makes sense. So it's it's just like the typical questions, but you have to do it in a flow, and you can ask like harder things, but like mixed in in a convoluted way, like I said. So you get some you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> girl. Make sure you hit come out. Take a hit. All right, so. Like, let's get to the real stuff. <laughs> like, oh, no. Yeah, you don't, like I said, you don't want to scare anyone off, but you want to, you know, get the answers that you need. So you ask in like a nice way, like a little flow, you yeah, know? Yeah, I feel you. I feel like the, the more serious questions, I like waited until um, it got to a certain point for me to ask them. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, yes, the scaring away thing, I guess, is something to be aware of. Like, you don't want to, like, come off too strong, I right, guess. Right, right. But that's really kind of, like, simmering down for the dude. And I feel like if a, if a man, yes, yeah, exactly. if a young man is, like, a, a really about it, like, they'll have no problem answering 
your questions. And I feel like that's another test mm-hmm. is seeing how they totally. get frazzled, if they really care about those things, if they thought about it um, and where their head is at. Um, but I feel like it's, I have to feel it out. Mm-hmm. Some people I know I can do that with because I feel I feel like, okay, they're They'll not be fine. Right? Yeah, they're not they they're not so sensitive or like super, you know, I don't need to like warm them up. And some people mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I can tell that they would just want to enjoy themselves and I want to enjoy myself too. Right. And I just kind of feel it heavy. out. Yeah. yeah, I feel it out. Okay, maybe the second time I sit down with you, then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to ask you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, yeah, <laughs> did this the first time. Let's do it again. <laughs> but uh, we're going to turn it up. Gonna turn the notch a little The intensity higher. levels. Higher. Yeah, just a little yeah. bit more. Cause I'm like, okay, well, if you're taking the time to see me again, it must be something good. It must be something <laughs> good. You might want something else, you know? Um, so that's my perspective on questions. And in terms of the questions I ask, that really is kind of based off where I'm at in my life at the time. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have like a set list. Yeah. Because I feel like the questions I would ask now, mm, yeah, that's not the same questions I would be asking in my <laughs> early 20s. <laughs> it wouldn't. It just wouldn't. Yeah. Like right now, I'm like, my credit matters. My, my my finances matter. The checklist changes as you get older. It changes. For sure. Oh, it does. And when they come different when i choose to ask you it's gonna be different yeah for sure um hmm, what are your non-negotiables like what do you mean when it comes to dating or like looking for people of interest um what are things that you're like i would not like that's not okay like they have Mm. to be educated they need Mm -hmm. to be like what are your non-negotiables i would say that they have to be like educated i would say for me like at least college and um definitely like have a job (laughs) Oh my god, like, that's so sad yeah, that we're like at this age and we have to. It's real. Like, you need to have a job, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mine is um, mainly goals. Like, mm, yeah, I don't care if you live with your mom, dad. You know, you have two roommates. Like, what gets you out of bed? You know, like, what are you interested? In? What are you passionate about? So, one, having a job, you have to have a job, and. Please don't have like five kids. Oh my God. <laughs> like no five kids and um just be driven. Like mm-hmm. I don't want any bums. Bums. Yeah, no bums. Like complacency. No I bums. agree with Sierra. Like I think I mean I already told you guys my my first non-negotiable is no children. Like yeah, that's a no. big no-no for me. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean I I like someone with motivation and someone who okay, maybe you know they're working towards a career and they're not there yet, but as long as they have that motivation and that drive that they're going to get there and I'm not worried about it. They're buying themselves. Yes, you know because there are people that you know that you know they're working towards a career, they're at this age, they haven't really done anything yet, but they're not trying to. Yeah. You know that kills me. That lack of motivation, no drive. I can't have that in a man. Like mm-hmm. Someone needs to, who's going to push me if, like, we're supposed to make each other better? And if you're not pushing yourself, how are you going to push me? Right. Right? right? Exactly. I fell out. I just fell out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. true. Like, you don't have to make a million dollars. You don't have to be a billionaire, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, just, one, be mature. Mm-hmm. You know, have some kind of education. Like, you don't have to go to college or whatever but right. know the difference between your and you are you know when you send me a text oh my god <laughs> there there and there text message and yeah like just just be driven like just don't be sitting at home just you know go to work and just be on pause doing the regular thing that's a non-negotiable for me like you should always just keep going yeah keep motivation trying is to sexy. get better like Shit. forever Ooh. yeah it is that drive is like such a hot thing harder. you know you yes. love a man with drive. Like, yes. you know, it's just it's just a thing, you know? I feel like it's a reflection of, like, the whole um, uh, hunter-gatherer thing. It's mm-hmm. like, if you have that energy and drive, then you will do whatever you need to do to make sure we're good. Yeah, when exactly. you need to have my back, mind you, 
I'm gonna be making money regardless of you in the picture or not. So please yeah. don't get that twisted. <laughs> right. I'm gonna be good. Yeah. No, and it's not day. it's not even about income. <laughs> like we as women, I mean there I'm sure there are women who date for income, <clears throat> but it's not even about that. It's like, you know, the career. You want someone mm-hmm. who has like some kind of career that's working towards something. Yes. Agree. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah, I agree. Like I want to, like you want someone at your same level or you mm-hmm. want someone above. who's yeah, above you. For I, sure. You don't want to go yeah. down like someone who's not exactly like not motivated, not trying. And that's not that doesn't motivate you at all. It's so true, super true. Ooh, okay, I'm having a moment, but yes, we're on the same page. Thank you. That was my main thing. My non-negotiable was like you have to be educated, and of course the kids. Like I, mm, 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 you don't you don't want someone who has kids already. No. But do you like? Do you want kids? Yes. Like you want your yes. own kids, but you yeah, don't yeah. want someone else's uh-uh. like random. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you all something because I remember this was actually a few weeks in December. I went to an event. And this guy, he didn't know I was in a relationship. He didn't know I was taking. I'm vibing. I'm chilling. I'm talking to people. And he came by, sat down to me, sat down next to me, and we started talking. And he had asked me, he's like, "Oh, um, do you have any kids?" And I was like, "No, I do not." And I was like, "I mean, do you?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do. I have uh, five. And oh, I was like, oh, "Whoa, oh well, okay." And I was like, "Sit, whatever." I was drinking, and I was like, "Whoa." And he's like, "Well." I adopted them because they oh. were my... So oh. then I was like, oh. oh. So you're like, for real, for real, taking care of the house. Oh, but that's like kind of sweet. It was a different situation. Yeah. Like a family member died. He had. He oh, ended up taking... Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was like deep. And I was like, okay, I really respect wait, that. Wait, was this his was, opening line to you? No, it wasn't. Oh, like you were talking before. But we were already, like, like wait, talking. Was he looking for like some sympathy something that he's like, no, 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 I adopted no. five kids, I'm such a good but guy. But what I realized was that he... <laughs> <laughs> damn. But that people do that. And I'm, I know, that's why I'm They'll saying. use their dogs to do that. They'll use a damn cat. The dog will work on me. That's the problem. Be careful with the dog owners. They be quick with it. And I don't appreciate guys that use dogs as a crutch. Fuck the fuck out of here. Oh. Roll a pair of balls. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to be honest with you. Roll a pair of balls. No, no, no. Me There's too. Wrong with that. Right. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're going to use that as a crutch, that shows me that That's you're true. weak. You don't have a I don't appreciate that. Yeah. You're weak. Yeah. You're you need weak. a puppy to help you. Okay. Right. And I think it's because I'm a, a passionate, I'm a fire sign. I yeah. can come off a little strong. I feel like people are aware of that. Mm-hmm. And I have to learn how to censor that sometimes because it can come off so left when really it's just me being very direct and like to the point because sometimes people need to hear that and they need to understand that but you're a leo you guys like the realness i'm i'm just raw i'm yeah. just a real person so when that come when that happens i'm like okay well you're not being yourself now now you're trying to use something else mm-hmm. to catch like that's not real like then what are you without that what are you without that's that? true you're using a crutch like what are you you're probably broken you're probably sad <laughs> so uh, let's talk <laughs> about <laughs> it get <laughs> some <laughs> therapy <laughs> you know how long do y'all wait to do the news oh shit sam go um, first um <laughs> so I think it depends on the situation like mm-hmm. I think it just when it happens it happens like I don't put a time limit like oh three dates in like it'll happen or like maybe it happens on the first date like you never know so I feel like for me I don't have a timeline like it just when it happens it happens Ooh, when, it goes down. <laughs> okay. when you feel it yeah anybody disagree say I <laughs> no like, I I agree um I don't have a set time either. I try not to do it on the first date, mm-hmm. but like, you know, if it happens, it happens. You know, things get a little hot, you know. <laughs> a little After a couple of drinks. After you know. he pays for your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ooh. <laughs> well, 
started rubbing on my knee and stuff. And, um, it just happened. So, yeah, like, I don't have a set time, but, like, I just try not to do it on the first date because it is kind of fast. Mm-hmm. But if it happens, it happens. Mm. And I'm not mad at that. I try to make them wait a little. I like to know that somebody likes me first. That's the thing. Like, I don't want to be that girl that gets like ghosted after they sleep with somebody you know what oh i mean my God, so that's a, that's yeah like a i mean that's never feeling. happened to me thankfully but i i try and feel out the situation first like i want to make sure i go out with them a couple times you know make sure that they like me that they care about my well-being because mm-hmm. also like when you sleep with someone you're kind of giving them a little bit of yourself you oh, know yeah yeah so it's like it's an energy transfer you know mm-hmm. so you got to be careful and and just like watch out for yourself so i kind of try to make them wait a little make them want it more you know Boy, it's, almost, it's so much better when you wait. Yeah, I know. You build it up, <laughs> tease them a little, you know. It's you so know. much more fun when you wait. Not yeah. A little yeah, bit. Exactly. Little bit. I mean, not like give them freaking perpetual blue balls, but. Some people are. <laughs> yeah, some you people know? are different. They'll be like, I have a six month, like. Oh my God. Six no, so that anymore. There are people, well, anymore, I don't know. But there are people who like that they're that intense. They're like, I am not going to have sex with this person till six months in because they're like so. Uh, really, oh I feel like it's based off fear. I'm gonna just be honest with you. Yeah. I feel like people get so afraid that they're gonna get ghosted, that somebody's not gonna take them as serious. So then, to- in order for them to have some sort of control over that, they feel like I need to hold out on mm-hmm. the intimacy, mm-hmm. even if I feel it. I'm gonna just hold it out. Listen, that pussy. But for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause that's the thing. Okay, blue kitty mm-hmm. is real. Blue kitty, blue kitty <laughs> is real. So yeah, that's a, I feel like that's a fear thing. But my perspective on that is like let's say okay don't tell me that sexual chemistry is not a thing so let's say you wait six months and you're like making this person wait and you have like a great relationship and they suck in bed then what do you do Mm. you wasted six months and it's you know it's not going anywhere because there's situations where you can't really fix that it's like you don't have chemistry you don't have chemistry or they suck and they suck you can't teach them stuff 27 year old man what are you gonna teach him (laughs) like if he doesn't know he doesn't know you know so you wait six months then you don't have any chemistry at all and they stink in bed and you're like now what yeah like now I gotta like break it to him that this ain't gonna work because his dick's like yeah. his game is whack like yeah, that no. sucks <laughs> like what like, you gotta take two like I'm not for waiting but know. six months that's a long ass time that's no. a long some people are really and that's again that's extreme that's very radical but I'm just saying or like waiting until you get intense. married oh that's a whole other thing and that's where religion comes into play yeah for that's sure that's a whole other thing and I definitely disagree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely agree with you. And mind you, I grew up in a Christian home. So, like, that was part of it. Like, it's like, you know, it's frowned upon if you have sex before marriage. And I'm, I, I never, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I was probably 11 years old. I was like, that don't make no dang sense. It didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. I'm like, how am I going to wait to find out if I even like that person in that way? If I connect with that person in that way? You were way? woke then because I believed that until I was, like, 20. No, well, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say that I wasn't, like, brainwashed to a certain point where I was yeah. like, oh, okay, like, that's how it is. But then I started questioning it, and I'm like, mm, that don't make sense, though. It doesn't make sense. Like, that's a big part of relationship is having, like, that kind of chemistry. And if it's not there, it's like, not there. It's go not have your fun. You like, experiment. I want, like, go do that. Right. So, like, when we meet, like, and don't get me wrong, I feel like that's another thing because, uh, everyone's experimentation is different because you could be like oh I had my fun and did whatever and then you meet someone who like shows you a whole other aspect of what you know intimacy looks like and you're like oh damn I thought that I was out here really doing something you know like, I wasn't really doing much I actually like learned more by being with this person because they had a different experience mm-hmm. so that's you know to each his own it's not necessarily it's all perspective based uh, but you know what? I actually appreciate when people wait because I don't know if this goes back to culture. Like nowadays, mm. guys just want to hook up with you 
And that's fine. But my thing is, if I'm hooking up with you, can you, let's say, can I call you at 3 o'clock in the morning when I'm depressed? Can you come pick me up when my car breaks down? Mm. Can you, like, you know, change my change my tire when it's flat? No? Then, you know, we don't need to hook up. Mm. That's boyfriend so, material. You're asking for an upgraded no. package. <laughs> wow. No, but just no, like, she has a point there. No, but, but like, I get what you mean. Yeah, like, yeah. with the casual sex and, like, just waiting. Like, you want to be appreciated. Of course. So, of course, yeah, you don't want to give it up on the first date or the second date or whatever but it's like i'm giving you my body mm-hmm. i need to know that you appreciate of it course. before you know we hook up because if you can't do those things we don't need to hook up mm-hmm. you don't deserve it exactly you what don't deserve you? all of Not this it. yeah exactly and guys <laughs> just don't do that now or like they just expect you know sex and that's it yeah that expectation that you're supposed to give me what i want is problematic I'm sorry hookup culture it's, yeah that's problematic so it's important that's important I would definitely say that I respect the wait, but when my body is like, okay, I'm done waiting, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to have a conversation with you because then, and it goes both ways because that person might be feeling some type of way too and like, like, we're on the same page, all right, let's fucking do it. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, there's, to be honest, um, I actually respect when a man says they want to wait. Yes, I'm I gonna agree. I'm going to be honest because that's what happened in my <laughs> My relationship. That's why you guys are together. Yeah, yeah, because like he's respectful. He valued his body and he understood the energy exchange situation. Like he really mm-hmm. did get that. Um, he was very connected to himself spiritually, and so I was like, when we first met, the chemistry was great. The, it was powerful to the point where people were asking us like, "Oh, you guys are so cute! Like, how long have you guys been dating?" And we're like, "We actually just met each other tonight." Oh my god! <laughs> it was like that. Wow! Right. It was just we were having fun. We were just you were having vibing. fun, being ourselves. Like it was just like there was no expectations. Mm-hmm. It was a vibe. Um, but then I was excited, and <laughs> after a few drinks, I'm like, "Jim, so, blue kitty, you know, mm-hmm. trying to come mm-hmm. down, you know, And I, I, I was honest. I was like, I really don't want this to, you know, fuck up anything because I really like how things are going. Obviously, this is this is a thing. You know, we're vibing, um, and. He asked me to wait, and I was like, what? Okay. You were like, um, okay, let's get married. But yeah, I was like, okay, okay. And I was like, you know what? I respect that. That's just fine. We can do that. All I don't right. think I've ever had a guy tell me to wait. That's what I'm saying. That's so nice. That's like, I feel I'm like that's saying. such a respectable thing. I'd it be is. like, oh. It is. It is. It very much is because that shows that person has grown in a certain aspect where they understand themselves and they love themselves enough, mm-hmm. and they know there's a lot of a lot of um, fish in the sea that are probably prowling for that goodie. Yeah. But and they're like, I'm not just gonna give it to anybody. It goes both ways. Or maybe they're not ready. Like you don't know what's or going on too. in their head, you know. And they're yeah. like, you know, I don't, I don't want it to be like this. I want it to be a different situation. You That's know, so I don't true. want it to be a night of partying. I don't want it to be drinking. You know, there could be a Some lot of people factors. are way more sacred about it. In a sense yeah, too. it's a passion so thing. Yeah, you don't know like what that person is expecting. You know, or they just respect you and they want it to be a certain way and they don't want you to just give it up like that after a party. Just That's saying. so true. <laughs> like, I don't want that sloppy sex. I want sex when you're present. Yeah. Um, what are your like perspectives on dating apps? Uh, the one I'm familiar with the most is Tinder. I, that was the only one I've ever used. What are your perspectives on how it served you? Are there any successes, failures, catfishing, pros and cons? A long conversation. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can pull like the, the main nuggets. Keep I it, mean... Tender, absolutely not. Like, I've tried it, but, like, that's obviously, like, the ultimate, like, hookup, hookup mm-hmm. app. I just want to hook up with you and, like, don't call me back. Um, I've tried Bumble. I've actually had some luck with Bumble. Not 
terrible experiences. Mm-hmm. I actually like exclusively dated guys off of Bumble. But in the story, like I don't have it anymore. So that should give you the, your answer. Like I just, I think dating apps are just a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Like they're good yeah. for traveling. Like, oh, I'm going out of town. I want to meet some people. Let me get Bumble. But it's just, it's a waste of time. Okay. So I actually have, like, a different perspective. <laughs> uh, I actually used to work for Tinder. Um, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Fun oh. Fact. Yeah, as did. a student. Like, <laughs> My bad. I take that back. No, Bye-bye. it's okay. <laughs> I was, like, a student marketing manager, so our job cool. was, like, kind of to change their reputation, especially, mm-hmm. like, on campuses. Yep. But they actually have, like, a new thing that, like, it's called Tinder U, and, like, you can only sign up if you put your university, like, email. Huh. So, basically, like, to, if you're a college student, you can be on it and, like, only see other college students on it which i think is pretty cool and like gives you more options you're more comfortable being on an app like that hmm. but i actually met my boyfriend on bumble so congrats you're yeah like a success story <laughs> yeah. yeah bumble is like the best one of like compared to tinder i disagree but we'll talk about i'll let you oh, finish oh, oh excuse me yeah so i think and before that like i had met a few guys from bumble i had seen like you know like some guy that you know then you see them on bumble and like that's what introduce the conversation Mm. and stuff so like I feel like with the apps I've always had like in college it was great for me to meet people after college it was great because I would meet people at the lab but like Mm. I didn't it was fun to like meet those people because I would meet people who worked around here like who worked in Brickell or worked in the beach Mm. so I've always had good experiences on the apps but I know it's not like everyone's I've had bad things too. Like I've had like people ghost me, or I've had like weird oh dates. God. Oh my god! Oh my god! But I, I remember yeah. some of the stories. But I think overall, crazy. and like what's happened now, like I feel like I've had a good experience with them. Yeah, I nothing not. traumatizing. Right? Tell us. Tell so us the I, so. I never, like. I, w- I've never believed in in online dating in that sense or using apps to find people. I've just always wanted it to happen organically. But like I said before, it's been such a long time that I've been in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I actually had a couple girls that we work with kind of like strap me down, create my profile for me one day when we were out having a drink. And they're like, we're going to pick your pictures. We're going to make your profile. We're going to do it. You have to do this. You're going to get out there and meet people. And um, I did expl- did not sign up for Tinder because of that reputation. I was like, this is a hookup thing. I'm not going to do it. I'm looking for a relationship. So I signed up for Hinge and for Bumble. I hated Bumble. It's, you know, the girl has to do all the work and I felt like no one was reciprocating and it was just like a weird situation for me and guys would just like stop answering back and it was just too much. How does Bumble, I've never used it. So Bumble is, um, it will only show you somebody if you both match together and the girl has to make the first move. So if you guys both swipe in the same direction on each other, it will show you that match like... And then the girl has to make the initiation and the first move. Interesting. So that's how Bumble works. And then Hinge is is the other one that I signed up for and I had much more success there. So I did meet a guy, the only person that I ever met on Hinge. I went out on an in-person date and we ended up really liking each other and we dated exclusively for about five months until I had the so conversation and then he was like, nah, I'm not ready. Um, So that kind of ended there. So I kept it for a little longer. Um, I actually deleted it while we were together because I was like, we're dating exclusively. He asked me, you know, to to take it out. Um, So we both kind of deleted it together. But I re-downloaded it recently and I realized that it's just an inundation of 
information of people and it made it such a shallow thing that you're just swiping and swiping and swiping and you're inundated with all these options that it's just like how it's like a resume it's like how people look on paper mm. so there's people that could look good right and then you meet them in person and they're total trash or, or whatever you know so it's just it was getting really shallow and it wasn't serving me and it's just like it's a mindless thing you're just swiping and swiping and swiping and nothing was coming of it so you know recently I just decided it wasn't for me and I deleted it but um oh I actually forgot I have one called the league which is kind of cool so it's you know there's a waiting list so you have to apply and you have to be some kind of um you have to have like a good job so the guys have to have a master's degree supposedly oh wow or yeah elevated yeah yeah it's I mean it's a little pretentious but you know it's it's so it's instead of them just like letting you swipe to your heart's content they give you three matches a day so at five o'clock that's happy hour and they'll send you your three matches and then you get to look through them and pick and it's a little bit better because they're not throwing so many options at you at once. Right. So you have three to look through, you look through, it has their LinkedIn connected. Oh wow, this is more like a professional, like right. I'm ready to get married, boy. Yes. So what's really good. Right, and, they, oh. and so you have to be accepted, like I said. So you're on a waiting list for a little bit, you know, the organizers kind of look at your profile, you have to put your LinkedIn, they'll look and see if you have a good job, if you have your stuff together. Oh wow. Um, yeah, and then it's, it's kind of cool through there. I mean, I personally, have not really met anyone through that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I matched with one guy that I was like pretty interested in, but you know, we had like a couple text conversations and that was that. I wasn't gonna keep chasing this motherfucker, so. Oh, yeah, I didn't really <laughs> go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's interesting if it's, you know, if that's what you're looking for and you're looking for education and motive and drive and all that. I could definitely be one to, to look into. That's an elevated experience for millennials. Yeah, like, it's millennials cool. millennials are past a certain age. Right. <laughs> Where they're like, I'm yeah. looking for a little more serious. Yeah, this is for like us who are like thinking relationship-wise. Like, like we want building. someone, right, career-driven. That makes whatever. sense. Yeah. I'll definitely say that my experience was different. I was anti-online, like dating apps and like online options. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, I really was in the same boat of like, I really just kind of want to do this organically. I just want to do it how normal people do it. And I ended up getting on Tinder because I was just, I was actually new to Miami. I got Tinder when I moved here. And I act that the connotation and like the negative connotation around Tinder was a thing, but I just didn't, I just went with it because I wasn't on there to actually meet anyone serious. Mm. I was on there to meet someone to take me around so I can see my. Oh, like, like show you the city. Who, yes. And I was like, well, if I'm going to, I don't have money, so <laughs> I broke. I don't. I'm waiting on a job right now. Like so. With that being said, I might as well go out with someone who's gonna show me around, pay for some, you know, drinks, and be a gentleman and treat me accordingly. Mm-hmm. And you know, it doesn't have to be anything serious. Just vibing. And I actually met my ex, who I dated for over a year, about a year, on that platform. On Tinder. Uh huh. On wow. Tinder. Right. But the thing is, okay. Aside from that, and then I also met my current. Um, partner right now on Tinder as well. Well, I did not know that. What? Wait, yeah. your boyfriend? He does not seem like a Tinder no, person Tinder. at all. <laughs> yeah, right? Because the thing is, the funny thing is, the Miami dating experience is not the most fun experience no. sometimes. So he mm-hmm. was meeting a lot of young women who weren't about anything and like wanted him for a lot of wrong reasons and he was like, this is not going anywhere. So he <laughs> got on there and he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna just put myself out there and like if somebody finds me, cool. If it doesn't happen, whatever. Um, but I, th- honestly, when it comes to the apps, I I was just like, I tried not to take it too seriously. But honestly, guys, I feel like are a little easier to read on those apps. Because for me, I their pictures are kind of a dead giveaway a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And like really what they write about themselves are really the best. That's when it really shows, okay, what are they about? Like, are they arrogant? Right. Um, what do they care about? Like, 
the main things, if I saw that you put where you graduated from, okay, you're educated, you're about it. If I saw that you put anything that I related to, like music or, you know, humor or anything like that I already related to, I was like, okay, this is going to work. And those are the things that stuck out to me, and that's why I was able to find people successfully, even if I wasn't really looking for anything too serious. But I'm like, if I'm going to even breathe the same air, we need to, (laughs) yeah, we need to at least have some common... But you know what? I feel like sometimes people can fool you on there too. Like they show you what you what they think you want to see. That's because true. I will say, I got fooled. Listen, Once. the guy that I dated for for a while that I met on Hinge, he had all these rock climbing pictures on his profile. I'm like, yes, a man that I can take rock climbing. <laughs> Guess what? I took him to that freaking gym and he sucked. Oh. So he and he like we had a whole conversation. He's like, yeah, I climb rocks in like Utah. I'm like, blah blah blah. And I took him and he was awful. He almost killed me. Wait, what? Yes, girl, I'm telling you, that's why they put up pictures people, like, and that, that people happened. think you want to see. Did and I always, have, the second someone puts up a rock climbing picture, I'm like, I'm about it. I'm about it. No one does this. That's your I'm going to take him. That, that's going to be our first date. I'm taking him. Mind you, one guy, I wasn't catfish. I wasn't slut. This one guy, <laughs> this one guy, he had pictures, right, he had pictures of him working out. And he looked like he was fit and taking care of himself. I met him. Oh, he God. had gained probably a good 20 pounds. <sighs> and I was looking at him like, so you you really thought that I was not going to say nothing? Did you say right. something? I didn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to catch you in your blow. I, you know, because I didn't say anything. Um, But I he knew that I knew. And I was just looking at him like I listened to him. And I asked him certain questions just to see what he was talking oh, about. Like, okay, let me like no. see what he's talking about. And then, um, but he knew, he knew. He's like, I'm this girl not going to see me ever again. <laughs> and I did not. I never want to see you Maybe he again. just felt bad about it and he didn't want to, like, tell you all right. Like, I've gained a lot of weight, you know? I don't know. What, okay, what, so much t- let's turn the <laughs> tables. Let's turn the tables. What if that was you? Right. I would change my pictures. Okay. Like, I wouldn't mislead yeah, but a people. Lot of, a lot of girls wouldn't do that. I feel like a lot of girls would be like, I gained a little weight. No big deal. I'm going to put some old pictures you know, we'll go out. Like, they're not going to care. They're not going to notice. That's so misleading. I'm not like that, though. That's so, so Everyone's different. You. Everyone's different because that's messed up. Like, I, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't. I might have some old pictures you. mixed in with my present photos. Like, the, the first two pictures you're going to see are going to be the most current ones. But if mm-hmm. it's drastically different, you wouldn't Yeah, yeah like, I agree with you. Me. Like, you just hopped out that truck and I'm like, that's not you. <laughs> that's not you, bro. That's, that's something else. <laughs> I was confused. But, you know, pros and cons, I feel like it really is based off what your intentions are when you go on those apps and, like, your, the way you're looking at it and then how open you are. You know, right. either it's going to work or it doesn't work. And that's all right. Financial restraints during dating, I feel like millennials now, not I feel like, what I'm learning about mm-hmm. when I did some research, um, I was reading a source on New York Times and I also read another source where they talked about finances and now, like I mentioned, the cost of living um, and student loan debt and uh, high paying jobs just like options when it comes to work are so different now for us as opposed to our parents and so I feel like when it comes to dating we we look at it differently I feel like it's a little more flexible now some mm-hmm. people are very traditional they're like no the guy has to pay I don't care um, and some people are like okay after the first few dates I'm down to help out or I'm down to take one because I got my own money too everyone has a different perspective women we have different advantages than our ancestors, I'll say it like that, because <laughs> before, you know, women were unfortunately were suppressed and were taught to be inferior and society was set up that way. So it was like the man was supposed to always provide and like there was no like a woman working was like such a radical thing. And now it's like, no, I have my own money and I do work and I have a job. And that's like, you know, that 
it shouldn't intimidate you. You should be on the same page or not. Mm-hmm. Um, what are, is that something that you guys, you ladies care about? Do you always want the guy to pay? Um, is it like a first date thing? What are your perspectives on like how you look at money and then if what, what, when you're willing to commit? I mean, I don't expect them to pay all the time, but definitely on the first date. I mean, I don't focus strictly on their finances. Like, oh my God, how much do you make? Like, you have to make 100K a year or more. Like, Mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. Let's go half and half, especially if we do end up together. Like, with the bills and stuff, I'm going to do my part, you do yours. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when a guy is taking me out on the date, I'm always prepared to pay for my food. Worst case. Yeah. But first date... I expect him to pay. Right. But he's not like, you know, my sugar daddy or anything like that. <laughs> that's know? a different thing. But it's like, well, that's the agreement. Sir. I know. And like the sad thing is nowadays a lot of girls, yeah, they want sugar daddies. And like guys are like scared to take women out because like, oh my gosh, she's just using me. For food. For food. Yeah. yeah. Or like, oh, she wants money. She wants me to give her an allowance, you know, every oh, single month and stuff. That's a whole other thing. That's, but that's real. It is, real. especially in Miami, especially Expe- here. Miami is a whole other thing. I feel like LA is not that far from that too. No, it's 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 the major cities. It's like LA, New York, um, Miami. We have like this perception of like, you know, women aren't scared to say anymore like what they want. And like sometimes on the dating apps, you'll see that girls or guys. Well, it's mainly women. I've never seen it on a guy, but I've seen profiles where it says looking for someone to take me out i want this and this and this like i want a new computer and like some guys could be into that but it's like women aren't scared to say what they want anymore mm-hmm, you know so not. it's like it's changed the dating perspective of like there's women out there who are just looking for men to pay for stuff for them mm-hmm. Ooh, and, and it brainwashes the yeah. men yeah. yeah they're scared because they're like scared. i don't know if she wants me for me or if she wants so me to sad. pay for stuff that's mm-hmm. sad. It's sad. balance is off yeah i think that's I agree with Sierra. Like, the first date, you kind of expect the guy to pay. But after that, it's like, I do everything, like, half and half. Like, if mm-hmm. I pay for the movies, he'll pay for dinner. Yeah, or, we're the same. Yeah. yeah, or, like, I'll pay one breakfast or whatever. We right. go half and half. Like, because I make probably, like, almost the same or as the same as my boyfriend. So it's like, why would I expect him to pay for everything? It's no. like we're equals. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that's big now in our generation yes. is that, we it grew is. up mm-hmm. realizing that we are equal to men. It's not like before where the guys are expected to pay everything. And I definitely think that there's that. Like, there's still, like, I have, like, friends of my mom who would say, like, oh, yeah, the guy's expected. Mm-hmm. He should be paying for all your stuff. And I'm like, that's just not my generation. I wouldn't believe in that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so like, different. I make my own money. I can support myself. Like, yeah. It's not. I, I actually disagree with both of you I never expect a guy to pay for me on the first date Mm. and I will say I've picked up the tab on a first date before because sometimes I think about it it's like who invited who and I've Mm. definitely um invited guys out before you know that it was my idea and I'm like hey let's go out for a drink or let's go out and have dinner and if I invited I pay Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so and I always do and it's not fake for me like I know there are a lot of girls who will go on a first date and do the fake wallet reach I reach my wallet with the intent of paying half Right. Like I will okay. the second that check comes to the table, if he doesn't snatch it up, I'll at least like say something. I'm like, do you want me to pay half? Like, are you sure? You know, like I always try and do that because as I mentioned before, I never want to feel indebted, you know, or like, you know, there are some guys that expect you to go out with them again if you don't especially if I don't like them. Like if I will go on a first date with somebody and I don't see it going anywhere and I don't want to see them again, I will insist on paying my half of the check because first I don't want them to feel bad. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I took this girl out and she just wanted me to take her out for food. I don't want anyone to say that about me, you know? So, like Sam said, I make my own money if I want to pay for my own drink. And that's another thing is I don't want someone going getting me a drink 
and then bringing it back. You know, that that kind of is like a thing here in Miami. You don't know right. if someone's going to put something in your drink. Right. I always buy my own drinks. Mm-hmm. You know, I will go to the bar myself, buy my own drink, unless we're sitting down at a table and like a waitress mm-hmm. is bringing it. But I always like to pay my half. It's always, I'm not going to say it. It's not nice when someone pays for a meal for you or something like that. I think that's really nice. And, you know, it, you know, it's definitely, I don't know. I, I think it's a nice Chivalry. thing. But I, no, I, no, I agree. Yeah, but it's not something that I ever expect. Because like I said, if you don't have money to go out, you shouldn't be going out and expecting people to pay for your shit. Wow. You know, have your own money. That's important. It's, it's yeah. I mean, like, why are you going out if you don't have money? Right. And like, I would never ask a guy to take me somewhere like I can't afford. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah, exactly. Like going yeah. past your means. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of that. Like, there's girls like, oh, take me to Prime 112. I'm like, can you afford that? So why would you do him? Yeah. Exactly. Don't do that. You know he around the same age doing the same thing. Exactly. And, like, things are so expensive. It is. Super expensive. And with tip. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Like, I appreciate, you know, when a guy pays for me. But, you know, I do offer. And, you know, sometimes expect them to pay. (laughs) I know know a a friend of mine who who works here as well. She literally is like, I never reach for my wallet. She's like, I'm not even going to do the fake one. She's like, I don't care. They should be paying for everything. She's like, I don't even try and reach for my wallet. I'm not going to pretend. Like, I sit there and I watch and I make them pick up the check. And I'm like, ooh. I that's the problem. Do that. I can never do that. No, you that, say that's, that's the problem. So that's guilty. the problem. Yeah. yeah. Different perspectives. That's yeah, no, everyone has. And I feel know. like a lot of that is like so, tra- like it's really traditional. Mm-hmm. It's ingrained. Think that way. It's yeah. very ingrained. It's like that's what they're, they know, that's what they're taught, and that's what they stick to. And it's a choice to stick to it. Mm-hmm. When it comes to dating and marriage, okay, so we dabbled on this a little bit, <laughs> and I kind of wanted to see where your, lady, your ladies, like your... Um, I don't want to say necessarily your expectations because we kind of covered that, but more or less, like, I feel like when it comes to marriage, like, do you feel like, okay, there's a certain amount of time where I'm committed in a relationship that now I'm like, okay, I'm ready for marriage after, you know, within five years, I want to be married to that person or within, you know, do you kind of have like a timeline for yourself? Um, Do you believe in moving in before uh, getting married? Um, and actually, like, kind of practicing maybe a little bit so you can see if, like, living with that person for the rest of your life is going to be what you want. Playing house. Playing house, pretty much, which is a very old school term. Yeah, that's Yeah, so but it is. School. It's true. Yes. What are your perspectives on dating leading to marriage? And I'm what for you it. care about and, like, your expectations? You know, I'm for it. Your standards. I date now to get married, but right. I, I said that already. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think I have a timeline. I think everybody's different. Right. Um, you know, I know people who have been dating for two years and get married and it's just like about where you are in life. I mean, my sister and her boyfriend started dating when they were in high school and they've been together for eight years now and they just got engaged, which I'm super happy about. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've been together for eight years and they just got engaged, but it's, it's about where you are in life. Like, you know, it depends on also if you started dating really young, you're not going to get married right away. Right. I mean, you're, you're going to wait until you have your life together. Yeah. Right. 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 And plus like people are getting married so much later now in life. You know, yeah, millennials, that's a big part. And yeah. Our parents are looking at us like, what's wrong with you? I was married I at know. 23. I'm like, girl, I, oh my even, God. I can't even take care of myself right now. <laughs> Dude, my dad, my dad <laughs> keeps asking me, my dad keeps asking me like, when are you going to have kids? And I'm like, first of all, I'm not even dating anybody. You need so to what, relax. Like, child, you want me to pop out? Because so I, so I can baby mama, baby mama. Right. Yeah, There's a right. lot more baby showers than bridal showers going on Oh my nowadays. God, for sure. Wow. It's like a lot of people big are having night. babies, but not getting married. They're doing it backwards or they're like yeah. having the kids and then getting married or like not just having kids and not getting married mm-hmm. yeah there's doing like the partnership yeah thing yeah that's a more of a thing now wow you guys are 
Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I felt like this past December, especially, I saw so many engagement. Oh my posts god! And yes. so many baby like yes, pregnancy. A lot, a lot of our friends. Yeah, and are, I was like, wow, it's this cuffing is season. Hitting. It's cuffing season. It's <laughs> holiday season. People are trying to lock people down. <laughs> I just yeah, think people are plotting. Yeah, I think that's wild because like you're. I feel like maturity wise, especially after this conversation, I feel like I'm not <laughs> at the level that. Like, you are, like, you're saying you're, like, dating her. I'm, like, I'm not. Like, I'm, not I'm, like, let's get married. I'm like, and Sam's, like, I don't know. I'm, like, the kids, like, no. Like, um, I don't know. I just feel like for me right now, like, that's not even in my mindset. Like, I feel like that's definitely, like, if it happens for me, it's going to be a lot later in life. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing with kids. I really, like, value, like, I feel like my 20s are going by so fast. And I feel like <laughs> I'm going to be 25 this year. And, like, it's for true. me, I'm, like, wow, I felt like I was just 20, like, I hear you. So I really want to enjoy this time and, like, really, like, I want that to happen in my life when I'm stable, when I know I have a mm-hmm. stable job, right. like, when I know, okay, if I'm going to stay in Miami, I'm going to live here when I'm ready, like, I'm not even ready to have a dog right now, like, that responsibility. <laughs> I hear you yeah. say it, yeah. say it, Sam, because that's the same way. Yes. I, I know, like, right now it's just, like, nowhere near any of that, but I know it's different for everyone, and... I think that's really interesting because, like, in your 20s, everyone's in a different, like, people are having kids, people are getting engaged, people are single, like, everyone's in a different, like, kind of spot in life. Mm. It's a whole, like, spectrum of Mm. of all kinds of things that are going on. I, wow, okay, all of y'all brought some very, like, kind of tweaked and different perspectives. I honestly agree with a lot of everyone you guys (laughs) are saying, but uh, I do also feel like it gets to a point where, you know, marriage... Your perspective on marriage changes based mm-hmm. off where you're at. And what I mean by that is you may feel like, okay, um, I want to get married, you know, by a lot of women go in thinking I'm going to get married by, by a certain age. Yeah. Yeah. And that I, I, I end up finding a lot of like conflict with that when, when I meet other young women who are like, I want to be married by a certain age. I want to have this, this, this by a certain age. And I look at them like, do you really know what you want? And do you really know, like, just realizing that you're trying to plan it so hard, Mm -hmm. things never go as planned. Like, things never go as planned. You can have a game plan and want to stick to it and, you know, work towards those things and, like, set those intentions. But at the end of the day, things are going to play out when when they're supposed to. Yeah. Or you're forcing it. That's a hard thing Mm -hmm. to accept, though. That is. Or you you force it, and then that shit blows up in your face. Yeah, for sure. Because then you end up being unhappy. Mm -hmm. And that's the result. It's like, is my happiness worth it? That's, like, how I look at it, too. It's, like, is my happiness worth, like, trying to set all these standards? Or giving like into the pressure. so rigid. Yeah. Giving into the pressure, doing what parents want me to do. Yeah. Or society. It's in general. Like, you're a certain age, you should be married. Listen, I, I have, have a to freaking... really get out of that mentality. Yes. That was really crippling. No, I have that still. Like, I have a game plan. I have a real good friend who I dated in high school, and we're still very close. And we both decided, we're like, if we're still single by 30, we're going to give this shit another try. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, and mind you, I'm 25, so he's got five years to go. But we definitely Ooh. have a game plan. We're yeah, like, we're we like, should not be you single. On the or what? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, we're like, we, we, but it's like that pressure. It's like by, by the time you're 30, if you're still not dating anybody or whatever, it's like you should be doing something. You know, it's like that societal that. pressure. Yeah. yeah. And I have to get over that, but I have a, just in case, I got a plan B. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I, I had to get over that because really, it just started. It eats up. It really eats you up mm-hmm. because you're really. It's really your happiness at stake. It's like, because I've seen it. I think what happened to me is that I got scared seeing people so unhappy in a relationship 
and a mar- married young or married to the wrong person because like they were doing it for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. and like seeing how unhappy there was i'm like then what was the point of that and you gotta be wifey boring like i don't want to do that <laughs> and you wasted time you wasted and now time. look what happened and i'm like you're still young and you just gave up how much time and you mm-hmm. don't even yeah, i'm good um <laughs> i'm good like i'm good like i'm gonna do it my way and i had to like um even with my family, like, just culturally, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, society is one thing, culture is another thing, and mm-hmm. the expectations they put on you. So I was like, I don't have to repeat what my parents did. I don't have to do anything how anybody's doing it. I had to, like, learn and accept, and I'm still learning how to accept that, how to do things on my terms and be okay with that. Because that's when you're the happiest. Yeah, definitely. That's when you're the happiness. That's unshakable happiness. Um, moving in before dating, I think it's really important. Mm-hmm. Some people don't do it. I think it's super important, and that's actually kind of shunned upon my culture. But in ev- I think in dating? everyone's culture. No, 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 no. No, like before getting married. Oh, 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 I put before dating. No, thank you for catching that. Before getting married, thank you. Okay. Moving in before dating. Are you like, roommates? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, hold on. I'm like, what? My bad. Sorry. Thank you. Correction, y'all. But moving in before marriage, thank you, um, I think is actually very important. Not before dating. Not... I don't want to say anything about, like, during the dating in terms of, like, if you're in an exclusive relationship, you choose when that's ready, when Mm -hmm. you're ready to do that with that person. Um, I'll definitely say that, for me, it was kind of a circumstance thing, and we both kind of knew, Mm -hmm. and then it happened because out of circumstance, that's how things played out, but we were both willing to do it, so it it worked. And on top of that, it makes you see (laughs) how that person lives, Mm -hmm. and I'll just tell you, I was raised to be clean, but... My man, he he got me together. Because oh. I, I knew how to be clean, but he has to remind me. Your mama taught you better than that. I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like he's I love a little, it. He's more like a stickler about cleanliness, about certain things. Oh, my God, I love that. Yeah, so that, that's a different, that's a whole other thing. So that's a good thing, like being around somebody who tightens you up in certain ways. Yeah, he's pushing you to be better. Mm-hmm. 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 Aside mm-hmm. from that, anyone else want to chime in on that one? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Like, you mm-hmm. should definitely move in together before you get married because you don't really know someone until you live with them. That's what they say. Yeah. Until it's you true. live with them. And then I heard traveling. Like, oh you my don't God, yes. Until you travel with it's them. It's so true. That's true. That's a good one. Right. <laughs> no, that was good. I didn't think about that, but you're right. When you're no, out with true. other people, yes, it's, like, it's so oh, true. Yeah. It's more like, survival. You don't know how they are. Like, what if they have, like, this weird thing that they do, like, before they go to bed or something? And, like, you don't find that out until you live with them so and you're like you're not you don't know if you're gonna be able to handle it mm-hmm. so you get married and then you find that out like what if they i don't know leave skid marks in the toilet or something <laughs> Ew. <laughs> and they don't know how to clean up after this, so i don't know i would literally I'm just saying, that's the worst example <laughs> well they like to sleep with a freaking onesie on and like they want i don't know something weird something weird everyone like, has their stuff i'll tell you that everyone has their thing yeah their things well, it's a plural. But yeah, just <laughs> Number mainly, one. <laughs> yeah, mainly cleaning. Like, you know, I don't want to be with someone messy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm clean, but I'm not, like, squeaky, squeaky clean. Some people are about that. And you need that reminder. Like, yeah. you know, I need that reminder. Like, I know how to wash dishes, you know, wash clothes, you know, clean the house and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know. It's different. <laughs> it's levels. It's levels, it's to, levels it. to this. I, I think I agree with Sierra in the sense that, um, like, living with somebody and traveling together is definitely 
you know, a good way to get to know the somebody. The travel one, that, you got me with well, that Well, because that listen. Was good. It <laughs> was. That's it's really so, important. It's so yeah. true because when you're in a traveling situation, you're both going most likely somewhere you've never been. Right. So it's a stressful situation. You're somewhere mm-hmm. where you've never been. You don't, Maybe you don't speak the language. So it's definitely a good test of, like, what that person is like under pressure. Yes. You know, and That's I always really say. About situational awareness. Yes. And I always say, like, a tra- traveling is good, but you know what's even better is a road trip. Because you are stuck in the same Mm -hmm. place. Oh, my God. That is the best way to get to know somebody. And even, you know, I think it's really funny because I read this in a magazine once and it's something that I always try to do is to do like an adventure date on the first date, you know, Mm -hmm. to kind of see what they're like under pressure in a situation where they're uncomfortable, you know, see like the real. Yeah, because there's some people that could freak out and you're like, all right, you need to calm the if down. And I'm obviously not supposed to be with you because you can't handle this. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's a good little test of someone's you know, personality and it, it definitely like living with somebody, you know, you could find something that like really irks you or like you don't want this person around all the time. Mm, that That's really a major point. You don't want them around yes. Like, that. like, like I, I every day, then. yes, I was going to say, I, I really value having like privacy in my own time. So if I were to move in with somebody, it has to be somebody that I like so much that I'm willing to have them around all the time and them not annoy the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Are you the type of person that would like get married and like live in like sleep in two different rooms? I hope not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I some mean, people are like that. Some people are like that. I know. Like, I, I really don't like understand that. I don't even like how messy you are. No, and I feel like that's more when it's like older folks. Yes. that like it got You've been married, together for so you long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what, that's what Distance I noticed. Distance make the heart grow fond. Interesting. You know, interesting. Too much togetherness causes divorce. That's what my mom always says. She always sends my dad some keys. She's like, get out of here for a little while. I'm sick of seeing your face. That's true. <laughs> it's true. After you've been with them for a minute, it's like really though. You need to get away, and you I need, need to get time away. to miss each other. Me. Yes. Yeah. Know. Oh my god. She's speaking to my heart. Dating so in the workplace. True. Let's get into it. Oh. What are your perspectives on that? Ooh, are you all about it? Are you <laughs> not? Have you been tempted? Have you been like, ah, I don't know about that. That's a no no for me. <laughs> I'm gonna say that um, dating in the workplace is for me. I think it's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's a it's very dangerous, especially if things don't go, obviously, as planned. Like, you're like, I don't want to say as planned. They don't go well. And then you got to see that person every day. Yeah. <laughs> and then it gets awkward. And then you're like, eh. So, in one place that you feel, I feel like you should not want to be uncomfortable is your home and your workplace. Mm-hmm. Those are the two people, places. That's, that's where you spend the most time, I think. Yeah. yeah. And you but spend more time at work than you do at home, probably. Half the time, yeah. based yeah. off what you're doing, yep. Most of the time. Um, I agree. It's very dangerous. I tend not to eat where I shit, you know, because like, you know, you got to see the person every day and like, you just don't want drama. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want that drama going on like, oh, they broke up. Oh, she's coming. Look at him. Look at his face. Look at her face. You know, like that. But I have been tempted. Mm -hmm. I can't lie. There's a couple (laughs) that can get it. We already know about that. I walked in on that the other day. Let me tell you, I had to walk away. I was like, oh, something's going on here. Let me leave. Oh, no, no, no. That was fake. That was all jokes. That was jokes. I was like, (laughs) look real to me. So imagine. Real heated if it was real. Sierra. She's fanning herself, guys. She's sweaty. We know it's real. It's getting hot. But no, like I said, there's a couple of people that could get it here. But, you know, like, I don't want to be in, like, that drama you know, it's just, you don't wear to, especially in the workplace. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, I've never had the experience, but I feel like it'd be super awkward to come in and see that person every day. Oof. So, no. No. I think we all are in agreement that it's a little bit, I will say I, I had a job one time where it, it was just two employees. So we had like a lot of outsourcing and we would do a thing, a lot of things with other people. And I definitely had went on a couple casual dates with people 
you know, that I had to work with. And I always ended up not liking them. And then I, it was like weird because you don't know how to break it off in a civil manner where you have to still have to see them. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and it was always me not liking them. So it's like weirder Awkward. as a girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if they didn't like me back, I'd be like, cool, we don't like each other. But, you know, it was always that weird thing. I'm like, damn, why do I do this nicely? Yeah. No matter <laughs> what, people still talk. Like I used to work at a restaurant um, at the casino and there were, always be people like hooking up with each other they and, like, love that people talk love, pillow like talk miami is about that life. yeah be honest. everybody loves to talk about that crap i think it's miami thing because right? i never lived in a city and i'm a city girl i grew up in new york i lived in seattle and i'm like people here love to mingle the work with their personal life way too much the chief man is real here they like to do that too much right? and I, I i run from that because i'm like ew like it turns me off i don't like that and I and people be like, oh, let's hang out, let's do this, and I'm like, I don't even like you. I see you every day. Like, I don't want to hang out with you. Yes. So don't get tight because I want to separate my personal life from this. And but I feel like that happens a lot too, especially like places like this. Like mm-hmm. working here, a lot of the people here became my friends. Like all my coworkers. And that's another thing. Yeah. yeah. When so, you actually like the people you work with, that's yeah. different. Right. And I think that happens a lot too in Miami because there's a lot of younger people working together. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have friends who their offices are, everyone's, like, in their 20s. So, mm-hmm. of course, they're all dating each other. Or they're all friends with each other because you they see spend them every so much day. time together. You get yeah. to know people really well at work. And I will say. Some people, it's, like, easy to do that. Yes. And you know easier. you know what? I ugh, This is so weird. When I had the dating apps, I actually would see people, like, from the lab or, like, from around here. And I would, like, run. Like, like, swipe. Ah. I hope they don't know I'm on here. Like, no. Yeah, I hope they weird. don't like like me if we match. No. Right. But then it, like, it's getting awkward. Yes, yeah. yes. I always like whenever I saw someone who was like from around here, I'd be like, no, 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 no. I yeah. actually had that happen here. Well, I saw. So someone. did I. I, 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 I can't say, reveal that drama, but it's dude, I wanted to say but. so bad, like who who I got a match from here at the lab, but I don't want to put them out there. But it's like someone that you know very well. Oh, so thank God I deleted oh, mine. I wouldn't. I feel like I know who it is. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, <laughs> I love how graceful Sam is. She's like, I think I know. She's like, but it's all good. I'm not gonna yeah. tell nobody. Um, but yeah, that's awkward when you see someone from like your workplace on a dating app and then you see them in that's person. All, yeah, that yeah. Is, it throws you off. You're like, damn, you looking too? I didn't want to know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or like, I hope you're not looking for me. I don't want to find you. a weird way to find out. Yeah. How so. has your perception changed about dating from the past compared to today and who you are as a woman today? Ooh, that was a deep way. It went deep <laughs> real quick. Yeah, when I saw that question, I was like, well, you get stumped. I feel like it's changed a lot for me, Mm -hmm. especially like in, yeah, this past year. Like, I feel like I've grown a lot Mm -hmm. as a person. Mm -hmm. And I think that like when I was finally like comfortable with myself and like, like, you know, when you like people say like when you love yourself is like when you're ready Mm -hmm. to like love someone else. Mm -hmm. I feel like that happened to me this past year. Like I was finally like comfortable in my skin like feeling myself was happy with myself and that's when like it happened for me mm-hmm. so hey, I feel Sam. like dating has like changed a lot for me and like how I see it Same. and before I didn't value it or really care about it that much and like mm-hmm. now I do mm-hmm. okay I'd agree good for you mm-hmm. your perfection <laughs> yeah. love yourself girl yeah, yeah a lot we of love it has you. to do is accepting <laughs> yeah. myself and being okay with being alone and doing like being single I had to accept that that was, I feel like I had a fear of like being alone, being by myself. So many people have that fear and I think it's just ridiculous. It's real. Yeah, I know. I know it's real, but I, I think that that's just like something so crazy. It's like you are more than enough. You don't need somebody else to complete you, mm-hmm. you know, and unless you're comfortable being by yourself, you're never going to find somebody. Yeah. 
and that's mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to get that through it's my brain, true. my yeah, noggin. That's true. Um, but no, I, I definitely feel like when it how I felt about dating before is like I was frustrated about it. I came from a city where it was sad. Mm. <laughs> like dating was sad. Miami was no different. I'll definitely <laughs> tell you that because I was definitely like. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to Miami, like, it's going to be a vibe, I'm going to meet all these people, yeah, and then, like, the dating that. here is, like, very shallow. It's rough. Very different, and that, I had a problem with that. And But then I was still able to meet people because I was, I started to open my perspective and be like, you know, I'm just going to, like, not try so hard. I'm just going to just be. And then that's when things just started unfolding. So my perception changed, and my what I cared about, care about has changed mm, yeah. as well. Definitely. I got to an age where I was like, I'm not going to the club anymore. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm I was tired of that. like 21. First two years in Miami, I got it out of my system. I don't care about that. Um, I, I don't want to, you know, put myself out there in a certain way anymore. Like, I don't I don't care to do that anymore. So, yeah, things have changed. I'll say mm-hmm. that. Yeah, same with me. Um, as time went on, I guess I matured until, until womanhood, you know, mm-hmm. that transition from, like, you know, the little young 18-year-old girl to the 23-year-old millennial still figuring things out (laughs) so yeah I was like the same way like I was I wasn't scared of being alone but I got lonely Mm -hmm. like I craved the affection like and I craved you know just having that man you know care about me like having like that male figure Mm -hmm. care about me and love me for me you know aside from my dad you know but like, <laughs> like yeah you don't have a father like, yes, I'm a father <laughs> she doesn't have daddy. I just want love yeah like I just want love you know I want that affection so um I grew like I know what I want now I feel like and like I know I have standards now mm-hmm. like I said if you can't be there for me we shouldn't be hooking up we shouldn't be talking you know we shouldn't be going out on no dates like I want to get married <laughs> period I'm gonna I'm gonna come at it from a different perspective. So you guys are all talking about like you know yourselves and and how you were growing into like being ready for relationships. Mm-hmm. So something that I kind of was thinking about the other day, it's you know my perception of dating is changing now because I don't want to chase anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I want someone who is going to always reassure, not reassure me, but like I know where their heads at. Mm-hmm. You know, because like 2020 is a year of me stopping chasing people. Like I don't have to constantly mm-hmm. be asking you like are we okay? Like what's going on? Whatever. Like I am. Yeah. I don't want to chase anybody who I'm not sure if they like me back, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like that's always like a thing with, with, you know, the, the lack of commitment and stuff here. It's like, you're always kind of trying to like pussyfoot around to like, Oh, you know, do you like me? Do you not like me? And it doesn't mean that they don't like you. Yeah. It may not mean that they're ready ready to move forward. Right. 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 Yeah. So I'm like done with that whole situation. And and my perspective of dating is like, if someone's not like chasing me and like really likes me and it's always on my ass, you know, like I'm I'm done. Like I'm not gonna, if you, if you want to ghost me and you don't want to text me back fine I'm not gonna chase you you do it yeah I'm like I understand it's not it's not I'm like I know it's not me Mm -mm. you know that's the point where I'm coming from like I think I'm a catch just saying (laughs) I mean like you have to think that about yourself you know Mm -hmm. so I'm like if someone's not answering me back it doesn't have to do with me maybe they're just not ready you know it's their problem their thing I'm not gonna take it and be personally offended you know whatever you do you I'm not gonna chase you if you want me you come to me Mm -hmm. you know like, I, I feel like I'm very clear about what I want. So, like, if someone... You are. Yeah. Oh, you are. Yeah. Like, so when I'm dating someone, I I want them to know that I like them. So I'm, like, very clear about that, you know? So if someone's not doing the same to me, I don't think it's worth it anymore. Like, I, I don't want to... Oh, that's too much work. She's over mm-hmm. it. She's yeah, claiming it. You're claiming it real fit <laughs> right now by saying it. Good. How do you want your dating to reflect your life? And... Or what... Well, wait, 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 wait. How do you want your dating to reflect what you want in your life? 
Like if you're looking, you know, you're going out there, you're meeting people and you're taking it more seriously and you're not like just having a good time when you're dating for more serious reasons, um, how do you want your choices and who you're going for and who you're sitting down with, who you're giving your time to, how do you want that to reflect your life? I have a really good one for this. So I always say that um, when you're dating somebody, they are a reflection of you and they're an extension of you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you take them out in, in public and things like that, like the way that they act is, is a direct reflection on you and like what you've chosen and things like that. So I always feel like when I'm dating somebody, they are a direct reflection of me and I want people to know that. So I want someone who's like very outgoing and very like good to people and kind and whatever. You know, I don't want someone to go out there and be like, everyone be like, oh, I hate them. You know, I'm very conscientious about the fact that I want other people to like them as well, because that's also validation that you've picked someone who other people like that's a good person. That's, you know, like that kind of thing. Of yeah, because I don't care what you say, whoever you pick, if you are choosing to spend that amount of time with somebody, they are an extension of you. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I think that dating is definitely a direct reflection of of you and what you want in your life. So like I was saying before, I always want someone who has career, motivation, ambition, you know, because I feel like I'm that way mm -hmm. and I want someone to reflect that in my dating life. Or else you're just like, I'm wasting my time. Right, exactly. How about you ladies? No, I, I feel like she said like really well. Yeah, like basically everything. Like, I agree, like down to the T. Like mm -hmm. I don't want to be dating someone who's an asshole and just like, you know, nice to me. Exactly. Like, yeah, he's an asshole weird. to everyone else and I'm dating him. Okay, like what's wrong with me? Some girls like that. I've literally heard girls say, oh, like everyone's like, oh, he's a jerk. Why are you dating him? I'm like, oh, but he's nice to me. I'm like the only one. I feel so special. It's like, no. That's he sad. Needs yeah, yeah. I hate that. Girls like that. Some girls like that. I've heard it before. Yeah, That's I'm crazy. Like, my pet peeve, my strongest pet peeve is like, I hate disrespectful people. Mm -hmm. Like for no reason. Like, why are you disrespecting someone for no reason? Like, what do you gain out of that? You know, mm -hmm. does that make you feel good? Like, do you make, do you feel like higher up? Do you feel superior? <laughs> like, does that make you feel more of a man? Like, I don't get it. Ew. So. Mm, you'd be surprised. Toxic masculinity, <laughs> ladies. Toxic masculinity. That's a thing. Seriously. Sorry, I didn't yeah. want to use that word, but we're using it. But no, just reflect positivity, good energy, and motivation. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like that's something I value in my relationship right now is that when my family has met my boyfriend and my friends, they're all like, oh, he's such a nice guy. Mm -hmm. Like, we love Dave. Where's Dave? Like, what is he doing? So I think that's something that I value. Like, I like that my family likes him and enjoys his company and, like, because I enjoy his company, too. So I want everyone to... We want it to be an extension of, yeah. like, everybody mm -hmm. should love him just, just like I do. Yeah. Dude, your boyfriend looks so nice. Like, none of us have met him, but even just, like, from your Instagram. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, he was mm -hmm. at the... <laughs> he was at the sure Halloween did. party. A few times Did already. I meet... I, okay, I didn't meet him. But he looks really nice on your yes. Instagram. I'm like, oh, they're so cute. They are. They really, really are. Really cute. They make a lot of sense. You know, like, the people that are dating, you're like, that don't make sense. That, how did yeah. This, how did this even become a thing? Mm, like, I know. I know a couple. The, 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 Nope. Oh, 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 oh. We're trying. We're trying to be nice. Oh. It's just you know the that's team. the real. No, like you and your boyfriend definitely make sense. I think Thank that you, you guys are yeah. really cute. And like once I met him in person, I was like, oh, oh, mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I told her the same thing. I'm like, you guys look like you just you guys just mesh. You no, know, you, you do. Know? You. you guys you Thank reflect you. each other. Definitely. For mm -hmm. sure. Definitely. Oof. Mm -hmm. No, I actually, actually, I was like, were you guys like friends first? Something like that? You did actually? ask me that. Yeah, because that's... We were um, not... We we got along very well from the mm -hmm. jump. Like, from the first time we even talked to each other. We didn't even meet each other. We had talked on the phone first. And it was like oh, talking oh to my a God. friend. It was literally like talking to a friend. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> I bet. So, I met, when we met each other, I was like, okay, it was an extension of that. So, it just flowed. Um, and I feel like that was really a reflection of how confident and comfortable we were with, with each other, like ourselves. 
and then I just extended further. Because um, if you're comfortable with yourself and you, you're not really too worried about what people think about mm-hmm. you and you know what you have to bring to the table, so it just worked out that way. But I appreciate that, you guys. Thank I'm you. never going to find love that way because I refuse to talk to people on the phone. Mm-hmm. Like, you, oh, okay. I see what you're like saying. Third date. Thing. Oh no, no, that was a quick like, <laughs> "What's up?" Da 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 da. Like, cool. I'm gonna come get you. Da da da. And then. Oh, I thought you meant like you guys had not met or something. Mm-hmm. You had met like once. That was the first time we actually phone. talked. Was on oh, the phone. Okay, I thought you were having like a heart to heart. And I'm like, hell no. No. Someone calls me and, and don't I used answer. to love that. Like I miss that when I was in high school. That was the thing to honey drip on the phone. I love honey dripping. I love talking on the phone. It's old school. It is. It's old school. I love talking on the phone. You know, I had a guy recently that I met on Hinge and I was ref- he kept wanting to FaceTime and I've never met him in person. That's uh, awkward. That's yeah. different. Well, that's he weird. lives in another state. <laughs> like, that's mm. different. Okay, so he kept wanting to FaceTime and I was like, I no, I don't know you. I don't want to FaceTime with you. And he he literally thought I was catfishing. Yeah, I was like, maybe he's gonna say he thought you were catfishing. Yeah, because we had been like talking. That makes he was afraid he was gonna get catfish. He's like, no, this is too good to but be I true. But I sent him yeah. my Instagram. I'm like, do you think I would have put this much work into my Instagram had I, I mean, I granted I don't have that many selfies on my Instagram, but like you can get you an You could have been given, him. you could have gave him a different person's Instagram. He That's don't know. That's true. That's he was true. really not trying to fuck up. No, he, <laughs> he was like, He was scarred. Yeah. <laughs> no, he told me, he's like, I've been catfished before. I was at a Christmas party. Poor he's like, guy. just go to the bathroom. I just want to see if it's you just to make sure because <laughs> like, this is too good to be true. You're yes. too hot. And you know how to talk and you're funny and like, no. Yeah, he was like, I just want to make sure you're not fat. Damn. Damn. Misled. Don't have time. That happened. No, it's fine. He figured he saw. He saw. It's me. It's all good. All right, girl. Yeah, I know. He's like, I feel better now. I'm like, okay. Ladies, I really do appreciate this conversation. This was nice. It was good. Yeah, this was good. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And we will be back with Bathroom Talks 4. I'm not going to tell you when. It will (laughs) happen sometime soon. Thank you so much for everyone who's listened and told us that they like this segment. And, uh... We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. I can't even get the words out, but I'll see you guys soon. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the Big Idea Box podcast. Stay connected and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Big Idea Box.